Hi, I'm Tracy Minoknuku, the host of Sexy Aging, and this is episode 46, where I interview Marlon Woods. I need to pull myself together to get started on introducing this episode, as it's a subject that's really close to my heart. If you watch the episode on YouTube, you can see that I actually get a bit teary. This is also my personal experience, and one that I continue to see play out in the gyms across the world day after day. Let me introduce Marlon. He's a psychologist, DEI professional, and an international master trainer and ambassador for Les Mills International. On any day, you can catch him running, biking, swimming, lifting, playing basketball, rugby, or doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And if he's not sweating, he's probably in the lab researching or at home reading. Everything Marlon does is laced with positivity and respect, and his main passion in life is helping people love themselves more, and you will definitely get a sense of that as you tune in to the episode. Marlon was personal training some women. They were transitioning through menopause. They didn't know it, and he didn't know it. So, having never heard of menopause or the effects of hormone shifts to physical, mental, and emotional states, Marlon took it upon himself to dive in and research. As a former personal trainer myself, to many midlife women, this conversation really hit home how we can do so much better to educate everyone, I mean everyone, on this forgotten stage of the woman's reproductive cycle and the impact it can have on them and those around them. So, let's go. Hi and good morning and special welcome to Marlon from Les Mills International. Um, he is joining the podcast today and in case you're thinking, hey, 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 hang on a sec, this is a guy, what the heck? Um, <laughs> I think we're in this uh, age of uh, gender equity so and I'm really, really fully excited to have Marlon on today on the podcast. Sexy AG and give it out for Marlon. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> hey, I want to give a little background story about how Marlon and I have connected. Some of you will have known that I used to work for Les Mills a long time ago. Um, and Marlon now works for Les Mills International. He's one of their key presenters on the instructor videos that go out there into the world. So instructors know how they should be teaching a class. They look at Marlon as, you know, he is the bee's knees and I'm going to teach just <laughs> like him. Um, there's lots of other rock stars in the team as well, but he is one of the key ones out there. I've seen your face on a few posters and stuff as well, bit of marketing out there in the world, Marlon. And how we connected is through one of my Les Mills instructor friends based in Malaysia, Zatasha, actually she's Princess Zatasha, like legit princess. Um, she teaches a Les Mills program and she tagged me on your Instagram post, Marlon, where you were talking about as a male trainer, training women who were going through menopause. And yes. so anybody that knows about sexy aging that I do kind of bring up that topic a bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to just dial back and, and just get to know you a little bit, Marlon. Um, tell us, like, you're actually based in Australia, but you're from the US. Can you sort of clear up that story for all of us here? Yeah, so I, uh, um, I came across Les Mills in uh, 2015, kind of by chance, walked past a class and decided I wanted to teach. Um, went and got certified and then that decision kind of took my life like I had this plan for my life and then it kind of took it on this one of the most amazing detours I've ever been on um, timing and opportunity lined up and I got an opportunity to be on the 
the U.S. national team very early on, which I'm very fortunate for. Um, and that snowballed into me getting an opportunity to go to New Zealand um, to be on one of the uh, instructor releases. And then that snowballed into me getting um, offered a position as an ambassador for uh, a four Les Mills International. And at the time, um, I owned a gym. I still own the gym, but I was working at my gym in the U.S. And so I had the means and ability to, to leave. I met my now wife in New Zealand, actually, that first time I went to New Zealand. Uh, and I came to visit Australia in May 2018. And as soon as I landed back in Augusta, Georgia, uh, I said I wanted to move because I didn't want to move to Australia. And she was all for it. She was extremely supportive and helped me so much in doing that and moved here in July 2018. So after probably the most hectic two and a half months of my life, um, I got my life situated, got it in as many bags as I could, came to Australia. And so I've been here for almost four years now. Uh, living in Australia, still work for Lesmos International, um, and I also study, teach, and work at University of Sydney. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so you're based in Sydney right now? Yes, correct. Okay, and so what do you do at the university? I, I'm feeling that you're probably teaching some classes and you're doing some personal training. Would that be right? Uh, no, actually. Uh, oh. So I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I do teach classes, but I tutor psychology. Um, and I'm researching social psych and neuroscience, and I work as a researcher as well. So I research, I'm doing, um, finishing, I'll submit my master's thesis in about three months now. Um, and then I start my PhD in October, and I also tutor, tutor um, psych students, second and third year psych students. Oh, that's amazing. And congratulations. That's a lot of hard work. And um, well, you've you. got quite a few more years ahead of you, I can imagine. But yes. if it's something that you're passionate about and you know in the long run that it helps people, it just keeps propelling you forward, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that Instagram post because yeah. I think this is such a hot topic. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's a hot topic because I went down the whole rabbit hole as a fitness trainer. So anyone that's listened to a previous podcast episode knows that um, probably about age 46, 47, I started to experience some really bizarre things going on with my body, my mind, <laughs> and um, I work in the fitness industry. So uh, no one had ever spoken to me about what it could have been, which was perimenopause. Um, I had never heard of the word and I was wondering why I wasn't able to get the same sort of level of results, but probably more so I felt so exhausted, like that level of fatigue where you feel like you've run a marathon every day. And so wanting to get up and do another hit workout or do another spin class or do another, you know, go and join another workout of someone else's, it just was off the agenda. And that was really yeah. upsetting. I think a lot of women probably experience this. You put out an Instagram post where you really broke down as a fitness um, ambassador mm -hmm. or fitness expert, the challenges with women and the conversations that you've had. Do you want to share a little bit of insights with that, um, with that particular conversation that you've had with people in the past? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so fitness was probably my, um, fitness is de definitely, definitely my first love. Um, after I graduated, um, after, once I graduated college or university or undergrad, um, I, shortly thereafter went into the military and did a master fitness trainer course in the military, started personal training right before I went into the military. And so this was about 2011, 2012. 
and I got a master's in exercise physiology in 2014. This was right around the time I was training um, the first, my first two clients I ever experienced this with. There were two sisters, actually, coincidentally. Um, and so I had been training these women for, I would probably say, almost three years um, up to the point like this, this, like this, this, uh, this started happening. And they had been super consistent. I trained them five days a week. Um, they wanted any and everything they could possibly do. Anything I told them, you know, it was like, yep, absolutely. We went on this incredible, you know, you know, the, the mental and physical, spiritual transformation you go to as you personal train, you, you, the mental toughness you create, the, the resilience. And so I watched them both become these brand new people who were just ready to take on anything we went from not being able to jump over a pvc pipe to box jumps like you know i watched them do all of that so it was this really special bond between us three and 20 2016 um my gym had just opened and all of a sudden one of the sisters um barbara she it just stopped working and she began to get frustrated and you know, I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a super restrictive person in terms of calories. I like to work people really hard, give them a lot of food, a lot of energy. So, you know, so they can, I want you to, I would rather you work hard than eat a little bit, right? So let's just work really hard. Um, and we would pull cars, flip tires, like they would do any and everything. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, like I, I gained, I gained five pounds last month. And I was like, oh my goodness, are you serious? So I'm like, well, talk to me about it. Like, you know, what's going on? And I'm not accusatory at all. Like, I'm, I'm not a finger. I don't like to finger wag. I'm not, well, you must be doing something wrong. Um, so when she told me this and we talked about it, I'm like, okay, well, let's just stay the course. And, you know, weight fluctuates. It's not about the weight. Like, let's just, as long as we're still performing, as long as we're still squatting, as long as, like, long as we're still able to perform, it's okay. She's like, yep, you're right. Boom, another month goes by, another four pounds. And she's like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, okay, what do you think it is? And she says, I don't know. She says, you know, I'm look, this this is what I've been eating. I've been paying really close attention to my food. I'm not, I, I'm not, I did, you know, I told her, do not undereat, don't take anything away, just stay the course. She's like, I'm staying the course. I see her in the gym five days a week. So I'm like, I know she's doing the work in here. I'm like, I, I can't figure out what's going on. Hey, I just want to interrupt this, this story now, what you're saying now, I hear this every day and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, I have like seeing these people come into the gym, they're doing these workouts every day. They are the hardest workers in the room. Yes, very much and, so. And they are so, and they're like high performance across lots of other areas of their life as well. Yeah. Like some of them, they run their own businesses. They've got kids, they've got parents they look after. Yeah. And they pack their lunches and everything, you know, like they're doing yes. absolutely everything. Smart, intelligent people. And they hit the wall and go, I have no idea what's going on. Same yeah. story. Yeah. She, she literally runs her own business. It's a cleaning business, actually. She's climbing flights of stairs all the time, carrying a vacuum pack on her back. And so I said, okay, let's do another two weeks and just, just tell me how you feel holistically, not just hunger and fatigue, but talk to me about mentally each and every day. We're going to journal every day. And over the next two weeks, you know, she gained another two pounds and she said, I cannot, she said, I can't believe, you know, I'm up, you know, almost 15 pounds now. And 
she said, I feel lethargic. And one day she came in, she's like, I can't train today. She's like, why? She's like, I'm just not mentally ready to. And she started crying. And so we didn't train that day. So her, her sister and I, we just sat down and we just talked. And she said, she was, a, she was so apologetic. She was apologetic. She was like, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. And I said, Barbara, you have absolutely nothing to, to, to worry about. I've had clients who, who don't do the work. I've had clients who aren't telling the truth about what they're doing outside of the gym. I've had clients who, who skip on their workouts or who, who actually can do five sets, but they only want to do two. Like I've had all of those. I've had your nightmare clients. I've had your, I've had all of those. She is a dream client, like just hardworking, just that when you think about personal training and people say, that's what I want to do. This is the client you want to have. And so we talked that day and I said, listen, let's take the week off. And we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch throughout the week. So I go home and I'm in every book I have. I'm in, I'm in my, I'm in every lecture I've went to. I'm in every research paper I've read. I'm in every article I've looked at. I'm like, what is going on? And then finally I come across this article and it was, I typed and I was like, uh, like unexplained weight loss and, and like, and, I, and unexplained super, weight gain, right? I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Un, unexplained, unexplained weight gain an extremely active client, like just like literally Googled that. I remember the day I did it and I'm scrolling. And what's weird is I got to like the second or third page of Google and I saw this article and I was like, oh, menopause. And at this time, I'm, a, I'm 20, 26, 27 years old. I, I was doing less meals, you know, I was bodybuilding, powerlifting. I'm like menopause. I know I've heard about that on TV before. Like, okay, okay cool. dude. <laughs> so when I was personal training, also at the same age, I personal trained from age 21 through to about 30. And I had the mm -hmm. same clients the whole time. So that my story is literally the same. Yeah. I, I, I had women that were training with me 40s, mid 40s and older. And, for, and they trained with me the whole time. And a lot of them never lost weight, but they came because they're like, oh, I want to be strong and I need to be healthy. Right. Not once. In the whole nine years, did the word menopause ever come up? Yeah. Right? Not once. It's, but that, we're talking like 20-something years ago now as well right. be, because I'm like, I, I'd never heard of the word, didn't remember speaking to my mum about it. These yeah. women that I was training, they never heard of it either. Nobody knew what it was. And now yeah. you're talking about three pages into Google. It's yeah. still three pages deep that as personal trainers, we need to find this stuff out for ourselves. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's, 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 well, to look back and think about it, it's, yeah, it's insane. And so I look at this article and I immediately go to the, to the references, to the sources. And I just start, I, I just start opening up all these articles on menopause. Like, and so I think I have like, like 20 tabs open and I'm reading, reading, reading for hours one day and one night. And I come back the next day. I've said, Hey, Barbara, can you and Linda come in? I want to talk to you all. And I'm like, Barbara, how? I think, and at this time she was, it was between she was between 45 and 50 um both of them were I think one was 45 one was 44 um and I said Barbara do you think this is menopause and she said what what <laughs> and yeah. I'm like I'm like yeah I'm like I'm like do you I'm like when's the last time you went you've gone to your GP you've gone to your OBGYN like have you like ha have you considered this 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 a possibility and she's like you know what I you know I I I literally have not even thought about that. I'm like, okay, you should, you should book in to go see someone, see a specialist immediately. Next week she goes, she comes back. She's like, oh my God, I'm perimenopausal. And a part of me is like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, there's an explanation, but then yeah. I'm like, okay, this comes with an entirely new set of challenges. And so her and I sit down and we talk. And so she gives, she, she talks to me about what she talks to me about what her, um, um, what her doctor told her and pretty much I took it as my role. I was like, okay, listen, so long as you were, so long as you were mentally, physically okay to come in, let's come in and train, but let's make a promise to each other that it's just going to be about you being in the gym instead of being somewhere else, rather than it being about how much you're doing of this, how long you're on the treadmill for this, how much you weigh this day, how much you weigh that day. Let's just make it about you being in here. And it'll just be about our relationship. And she's like, okay, I can do that. And we did that. We did that for a, for a solid six months. And her weight fluctuated so much. Her mood fluctuated. Some days she came in and she was like, ah, I'm just not with it today. I'm like, that's fine. Some months we went down three sessions a month. I mean, three sessions a week. I'm like, it's perfect. Okay. She was still working. She'd be moody sometimes. But that first six months was just, it was, it was an absolute roller coaster. Like it was a roller coaster. And then even next year, like that six months really helped. It, may, it, it brought us so much closer together because I have, and I never will know what it's like to go through menopause, of course. And this is what that video was about. We were having a talk about nutrition, actually. It was about a 90-minute discussion. But there was this really good chunk that we started talking about menopause. And one of the points I stressed in there is it's really important for me to understand and to acknowledge the fact that I have no idea what this is like and that it's going to be different for every single woman. But I'm willing, to, I'm willing, I'm willing to get in the ring with you. And I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to stay there with you. And I'm not going to shun you as a bad client or, well, what's the point? You know, we're just going to, we're just going to continue to work on ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually. And that was amazing. Six, eight, about 12 months in, her sister starts, the same thing starts happening <laughs> to her sister. <laughs> and, and, but the good thing is, you know, it was probably like a month, six weeks in, you know, she's like, I'm, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, we learned from this. I'm like, let's go see someone just because she was 40. She was 46 at the time. And I'm like, listen, your sister is going through the same period. Let's just see. Lo and behold. Yep. So <laughs> like pr pretty much the exact same thing. And I continued to train them for two more years before I left uh, for Australia. Um, and by the time I left, they were still, you know, still going through this, of course. Um, but for me, it was, for me, it really changed. It, it made me so much more. I look back to think of myself as a very empathetic, although I can be quite, you know, hard charging, a very empathetic trainer. But it just, it really tuned me into how much more training is than, than just physical output. And how much it means to people, particularly women, particularly women who are aging, particularly perimenopausal women, to be able to come in and do that and not just feel like, well, everything I've done is just, has just been taken away from me. And all this hard work I've put in, she was so defeated that first, you know, first, you know, two, you know, probably like two to four months before we really knew what was going on, just it, you watch somebody work for years to get to a point. And then in a matter of months, all of a sudden it's just being taken away and my appetite's not right and my mood's not right and I'm oversleeping or I'm not sleeping enough. And 
I'm hot at night and I can't figure out what's going on. I can't regulate my body temperature and just all these things happening at one time. Um, just, just, it was just like a Mack truck. It's like a freight train. Um, Marlon, what was the most surprising symptom or symptoms that you did learn about as you were consulting Dr. Google? <laughs> what was the, the thing that kind of made you go, whoa, whoa, did not realize that? The, 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 the biggest thing was, was the, the, the mood shifts and the impact that has on things like fatigue and adherence. Mm -hmm. So how she went from this, she went from just this voracious client, like give me all I can to, I can't, and I don't even know if I want to, in literally a matter of weeks, like yeah. nothing else changing in her life. And just- So I know that there'll be people, women listening to this moment right now who might even cry when they hear this. Cause when you say it, I get quite emotional because I mm -hmm. do know a lot of people that have said literally the same thing, which is I, you know, loved, I had my goals. I was training for this Ironman, um, you know, like I know these high performance athletes and then they just hit the wall with the hormones and perimenopause yeah. and then they literally can't get up. So yeah. they're not sleeping. So therefore they're yep. not recovering and then it messes with their head, right? Um, yes. And so when people don't realize that one thing impacts on the other, I think the hardest thing is definitely mentally yes. what it does. Yeah. Yes. The, the hormones are the carriers for everything in our bodies, right? Like they, yeah. they, they regulate mood, they regulate appetite, like they, they, they regulate energy, they regulate body temperature. And so when those got thrown out of whack, you just, you, yeah, you literally see this person transform in front of your eyes and I couldn't explain it. And what I'm, what I'm extremely grateful for is that this happened with someone who I had, had years of trust and rapport with because what I feel like, what I, what I know has happened before and what I've seen happen is this happens to people in a, in, a, in a personal training situation or group training, whatever you may call it, and where people aren't aware of it. And, you know, maybe they write themselves off as, oh, well, I just can't cut the mustard. Or worse, they get written off by their trainer or their coach. Or like, well, you know, you're just not working hard. And then it's a lot of finger wagging and, yeah. and finger pointing, pointing the finger and saying, well, you need to be doing this. And that only exacerbates the problem. So I'm just, I'm not trying to get all messianic here, but I'm just really glad that when she came to me with that, I didn't, uh, I didn't respond aggressively or respond with, you know, speculation or, or accusations or assumptions that it was her fault because I feel like that would have made it worse. And yeah. doing that and kind of just taking the time to figure it out gave me the time to, to think, you know what, I, I, I can't see this. I, I can't find this anywhere. Like when I did my master's, we didn't, we didn't talk about menopause. You exactly. Know? Right. Like we, didn't, we didn't talk about <laughs> menopause. We, we talked about reading EKGs. We talked about, you know, we talked about blood flow. We talked about every system in the body. We talk about every muscle in the body. Like we talked about vitamins and micronutrients and, you know, all this, you know, really technical stuff, but, but not once did we talk about, um, menopause and so I'm just yeah I'm just I'm really glad I had the I'm really glad that happened with them because it helped me with 
with every other client. Uh, and I'd experienced with, I think about seven more clients since then. Um, it really helped me uh, moving forward and definitely made me a better trainer, that experience. Well, Marlon, that is so amazing. And first up, I want to say congratulations. If I was going to give a trainer of the decade award, I would give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say this because if pers any personal trainers or fitness experts are listening to this episode, and I'm hoping that we can put it out there between us because I really feel that they need to get on board with this particular situation because it is what ka-ching, ka-ching, women in their 40s are more than happy to pay for personal training, right? <laughs> so, okay, so from a business perspective, and in the year 2030, there will be 1 billion women worldwide in perimenopause. Now, that's a Easy. massive opportunity. So if you're in fitness, there's actually an incredible opportunity right here. The other part to it is pay attention to what's in front of you. Like, we both teach group classes, Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes the way you coach or the way you word the experience is really important yeah. to the people in front of you. So, for example, we talk about go hard or go home or some of those type of things that we might use if we're teaching to a younger audience. But when you've got a group of, you know, kick ass midlife women who are still very comfortable coming to do like a hardcore spin class or a grit class, yeah. they're still right into it because they've built themselves up over years to do these type of workouts that language that we speak isn't just all about the physical now because there's a lot yeah. of stuff going on mentally right yeah, the fact that sure. we just showed up that some days are better than others also allow your body to recover because that's where you build your strength you know so it's i think we're both kind of experiencing that um across yeah. our you know respective businesses and opportunities i'm perimenopausal and by the way it's sort of like four to 12 years yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah um year six now so oh my goodness yeah it's all good though like I've, I found out a lot about it and um many people know that I'm on HRT and it's absolutely done incredible things for me and for some people mm -hmm. that's not the route so this is the other thing in science and medicine across this um space there's a lot of things changing yeah. really really cool science and research around the effect of estrogen on the brain at the moment so mm -hmm. you might want to check into that dr lisa moscone very very cool dr lisa moscone i have yeah. to check yeah because i think it might be um relative to some of the study and stuff that you do as well yeah for sure yeah um so moving forward like you, you know you've kind of touched a little bit on how this experience shaped you like after you left your Instagram post and I saw like hundreds of comments <laughs> and I thought this guy has really touched a nerve and you basically like opened up the door hey ladies let's talk about this and not many guys do in fact there's only other one one other international trainer that I know of a guy that has authentically spoken of training in menopause and that's um James Smith's PT some people follow him some people love him some people hate him but he is yeah. really open to um, training women through their um, hormonal cycles at both ends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, what, what's sort of like a key message that you'd like to put out there for any personal trainers and particularly for guys? What do you think that they should know? Um, I, think, I think the most important thing is it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a tendency and I'm, I'm making a generalization here, of course, but let's say on average, like, 
there's a there's a certain type of client a guy often wants um and you like when, when somebody wants the person trained there are people who say they want to go into certain demographics but i know when i went through my course i went through my course with about 25 other people uh roughly 15 or 17 of them were guys and when asked you know what kind of people do you want to work with these guys are like oh you know i want to work with bodybuilders or you know i want to get a, i want to work with crossfitters or i want to work with you know, ex-athletes or, you know, I want to train people who are trying to get into college to play sports, you know, like this people you can make, you know, do burpees over bars and jump over hurdles and pull ropes and climb ropes, that kind of stuff. And more often than not, if you go to a box gym and you want to start training, your clientele is probably going to be someone who is 35 and up. Most of the people who are signed up for personal trainers at gyms are 30 plus. And a lot of people sign up for personal trainers are women. Um, and so I would say, like, as a guy, be uh, it's to to truly be a, a to truly be a good trainer. You don't have to be an expert in everything, but I think it's extremely important, especially listening to this, to to have more awareness around what happens to women. Women make up half the world, yet we know hardly anything about them or how the bodies work. And I just read a book a few weeks ago called Invisible Women, and it's how. Yes. Yes. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, well done. it's this amazing book that opened my eyes to all these things that are just default to male. And including can, training, including and, nutrition, including, including aging, training, including health, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Help everything from everything from bus stops to zoning laws, like are cars, like cars, like <laughs> yeah. default, like, like de default to male. And it's like, wow like you know like you just don't think about like our our books like everything we learn is is about this anatomy but you don't realize just how different that may be for women in particular women as they age especially women who may be perimenopausal so i would say the 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 most important thing for men is to just read like read about it learn about it at least to a point where you can ask, do you think this may be what's going on? You don't need to diagnose menopause. Like you don't need to no. be able to diagnose it. You don't, you don't need to be able to sit down and, and, and talk through, you know, the benefits of, you know, HRT or, or, or this versus this. You just need to be aware of it enough to catch it in enough time before your client becomes absolutely discouraged, disenfranchised, jaded, and demoralized. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, that's what Barbara felt like. And I'm just, I'm very thankful that we were able to come to that conclusion in enough time before it was just throwing the hands up. What's the point? And again, like we're, we're, we're not going to know what it's like. We're not going to be able to, 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 to really put ourselves in, 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 in a woman's shoes who's going through that, but we can read and understand. And as you said, teach to the people in front of you observe what's going on like that was probably the most beneficial thing for me is being able to see and just actually looking at what was happening not just sitting there counting reps okay see you tomorrow like it's what's actually going on what is her face saying while she's working out what is her body language saying when she's working out like she's moving slower her shoulders are slumped her head is down her gaze is down like these things that have completely shifted and changed it's they're telling me something's going on and it's not just stress from work it's not just this there's something else going on which is what prompted the google search 
Um, yeah, and so it's really like trainers get tunnel vision. Like we say, okay, cool, this is what we're doing today. And you just become a rep counter. But it's so important to just lift your gaze and look at your clients. So, okay, like what is going on? Especially if you if something's going not right or somebody's gaining weight or they're feeling lethargic or they're all of a sudden they don't feel like coming, like talking to them about that kind of stuff and understanding that hey, maybe training might have to stop for a little while. Like maybe like it, yeah. it's going to be different for every single person. Like Barbara wanted to keep coming. Linda, when she was going through it, she missed, she, it was like, there was like a month. She was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. She was like, she would get home and she would just, she was like, I, she was like, I cannot do it. And I'm like, that's okay. When you're ready, you'll come back. Yeah, and for it's sure. Like the, it's, it's snowflakes, you know, like every single experience is going to be different. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just think it's really interesting that, you know, sort of back in the day when we were studying, you know, physical education and then going on to be personal trainers, we never once covered this area. We never once <laughs> covered how hormones affect women's training, different times, the cycles. Over time, I learned, well, by experience, I had babies, so I figured out how to train while pregnant. <laughs> right. But, you know, we, we, we know a lot about that now. We know how to train women through pregnancy and postpartum, but we're still kind of stuck at this me menopause place. I think yeah. just the fact that you and I are having a conversation, that's a game changer. So thank right. you so much for coming on the show, Marlon. And um, I'm going to share some links, uh, the book that you recommended, of course, I've been looking at that as well. And um, we don't need to go to Dr. Google anymore because we can come to <laughs> Sexy Aging. I like it. it. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you listen on Spotify, please have a look at the poll or the question that I put at the end of every episode. I'd love to get your feedback. And if you like the Sexy Aging podcast, please consider rating, reviewing, sharing, subscribing. You know, we need to get the word out there to all incredible midlifers that they're not alone, that their ideas are valid, that their hormonal changes are real, so that they feel not alone. I'm also going to be putting out a bonus episode every Friday where I break down one of the symptoms from my book, My Menopause Memoir. If you haven't yet got the book, check out the link in the show notes. It's right there. You can access it as an ebook or paperback on Amazon. I hope that you uh, enjoy the show and enjoy the book. Take care.